the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. It is a Tuesday. It is 29 days into October, and the month is just about gone. Hey, glad to have you with us this afternoon. Once again, I apologize for my voice because this uh, allergy situation that has been hanging on with me has not been letting up. And so um, we're going to go ahead and have another uh, very informative show today. But from time to time, you may hear me taking a pause as I look to, well, take a little sip of uh, tea or whatever. Hey, thanks for being with us. As always, uh, your involvement with the Bill Bunkley Show is very, very important to me. If you'd like to um, have a conversation with me, that line is open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And uh, hopefully it will be somewhere in the area of the topics that we are talking about. If you want to suggest a topic or something that you'd like to address, you can always email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Also, we're broadcasting uh, live all around Florida this afternoon, as well as the United States. And if you've got a friend that you'd like to recommend the show to, uh, have them go to letstalkfaith.com, all one word, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Listen Now button when you land on that page, and uh, you'll be able to um, listen to the program. And we appreciate you always when you make a uh, recommendation for our show. Well, today we're going to be talking about many things. Uh, We're going to have an opportunity to uh, check in with uh, uh, the uh, COO and co-founder of Heart for Lebanon. Tom Adama, my good friend, is going to be with us. And, uh, of course, Heart for Lebanon is the the ministry uh, there uh, in uh, Lebanon, obviously, that has been ministering to the countless number of refugees that had to fled, uh, fled into uh, Lebanon, uh, not only because of the gassing that was going on by uh, al-Assad in Syria, 
as well as uh, all of the ISIS atrocities. And um, on top of that now, there has been a very, very serious uprest, uh, uprising, I should say, in Lebanon. And the Prime Minister of Lebanon resigned today. Uh, and so uh, there's been a lot of rioting in the streets. Uh, Hezbollah really controls the government there. And uh, that is the area where Iran would like to uh, come across uh, with that footbridge and have access to the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Tom is uh, very much plugged in to know exactly what's happening there. And with Lebanon being on the direct northern border of Israel, I want to get a check in light of all what's been happening in that area here of late. We'll also be talking about in the second hour when uh, our answer platform uh, stations will join us. We'll talk about the House Democrats. They have done a 180. Was it because of uh, Lindsey Graham's resolution about this sham deal that they've been doing for the last 30 days behind closed doors with the so-called impeachment uh, inquiry? Well, now... Nancy Pelosi said before that uh, we don't have to have a vote. We can just proceed. Well, I guess now they think they have to have a vote because they have uh, uh, turned 180, and I understand that vote's going to be coming up on Thursday, so we'll drill down on that, and we've got some of our national leaders that are going to be weighing in on that as well. Uh, We'll talk about that. President Trump is going to be headlining a major annual Florida GOP dinner. That announcement made today. We'll talk about that on today's program. And uh, what I want to talk about right now to get us going is no safe spaces. Last night, uh, we hosted a screening uh, for the new movie. Uh, Dennis Prager, my colleague with the Salem Radio Network, Adam Carolla, uh, who uh, also has his radio program as well. Uh, Some of you may recognize those names because uh, they have been with us two or three times in the Tampa market over the last few years as uh, they have uh, shared the stage at the Strath Center for a conversation on uh, the culture, life in America, and, of course, from a conservative worldview. Well, they have uh, put together quite a documentary. In fact, last night we had one of the producers, the actual editor, was with us. And uh, he had a chance to uh, meet with uh, our folks that came out to screen the movie last night. Had a great Q&A after uh, the movie. But I want to tell you, it is an eye-opening documentary. And in fact, when it opened a couple of nights ago in Phoenix for an actual open, uh, it grossed $45,000 in one theater alone, and that is uh, the second highest grossing documentary to open in a theater, uh, I guess, since they've been keeping track of those statistics. So, had a very strong night. Now, note your calendars that on November the 8th, is when uh, No Safe Spaces is going to uh, uh, premiere uh, at several screens uh, within the Bay Area. And the night, uh, for, the night before that, uh, Dennis Prager, as well as Mike Gallagher, who is already our local resident, but Hugh Hewitt's coming in as well, 
the three of them will be on the stage at the Palladium Theater. And um, Palladium Theater, and that's the War for America. And uh, all three of those will be on stage the night before the movie opens. Uh, I'm going to be joining them on stage as well to uh, welcome the guys in. Uh, that's going to be a great event. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about being with us live that night, um, you can go to our websites, uh, theanswertampa.com, theanswertampa.com, or theanswersarasota.com, theanswersarasota.com. Again, that ticketed event is going to be on uh, November the 7th, and uh, November the 8th is when um, we'll have a chance to, uh, to, to catch that movie. But um, I want to tell you that No Safe Spaces is quite an eye-opener. Uh, they really had, uh, it's about an hour and a half long movie. Uh, they had enough uh, footage uh, talking to the producer and the editor that they could have gone for three or four hours. Of course, that would have been uh, far too long. But uh, we've got some real issues on our college and university campuses today. We've got a real issue in this in this country when it comes to free speech, when it comes to the First Amendment. Because I hope that you will see the no safe spaces uh, for two reasons. Number one, you are going to see how highly intolerant the far left is, and, and those uh, college students that, of course, have bought into the, uh, the whole far left uh, mentality, very, very violent, very, very hostile. And um, there was a time when you went to a university, you went to a college, and it was a place that where there was a vast diversity of discussions, thoughts, and ideas. And as those uh, ideas were talked about and debated that uh, down the road, universities were playing a vital role in what uh, potential future policy could be developed. And uh, UC Berkeley, uh, if you remember decades ago, Berkeley was a place where they fought for free speech. And the Democrats were fighting for free speech. They were fighting for minority ideas to be heard. Well, when you get you see this documentary, you'll understand that at UC Berkeley and other places, it has turned 180. Free speech is not welcomed on that campus. And we are turning out um, college and university students all across the country that are not being trained how to absorb a diversity of opinion. They're not being taught how to have to sit in a room and talk with somebody whose thoughts and ideas are 180 degrees opposite of yours. And in fact, they have taught them about these, these uh, safe spaces. For instance, if you have a Ben Shapiro or you've got a Dennis Prager 
or Adam Carolla or whoever, um, Ann Coulter, that goes to one of these universities and you go to their lecture, if you are on the far left and uh, you were offended by anything that they had to say, you can go to one of these safe spaces on many, many campuses. And as Dennis Prager has given testimony to, when you go to one of those safe places, they have a, they have a little hot chocolate. You can uh, play with some Play-Doh. And then they've got some videos of uh, dogs, little puppies running around to help you calm your emotions because of something you have heard. Now, the whole gist of why I'm sharing that with you is, is that those of us who are Christians, we are accustomed to adversity, oftentimes when we're sharing our faith. And part of maturity is that whole idea about how to handle adversity. And we are raising a generation that is being coddled by university and college uh, administrations and professors that have no coping skills at all for the future, but certainly have the skills of socialism, certainly learning the skills of uh, everything's free, other people's money. And I think that, uh, yep, Jose, groupthink, and I think that um, when this movie opens up on the 8th of November, uh, I hope that not only you'll have your tickets, but maybe you'll buy a couple of extra tickets and take a friend or take a couple of friends. Uh, because this is very much front and center what's happening in America. We're going to take our first time out. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. Mortgage Corp. BBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231 Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Attention homeowners. Dreaming about that home improvement project? With a strong housing market, chances are your home's value has gone up. And with a 15-year fixed interest rate of just 2.75% with a 3.005% APR, a cash-out refinance from Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and give you the cash you need for those home improvements. At Cash Call Mortgage, we're a direct lender and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit if you qualify we'll even pay your closing cost whether it's for home improvements getting rid of debt or just putting away extra money for that inevitable rainy day cash call mortgage could mean achieving two great financial moves with just one call the cash you need now and a lower interest rate for a free quote to see if you qualify call cash call mortgage at 800-990-6947 that's 800-990-6947 800-990-6947 Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. 
Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at com. Here back, Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You know, as we talk about our children getting ready to go to college or getting ready to go to the university, Dennis Prager has been saying something for quite some time that uh, always gets my attention, always causes me to take a pause. And that's because he says that today, if you are a person of faith, and let me just say what's interesting about not only Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla, they are two very common sense conservatives. Dennis Prager is a practicing Jew. Adam Carolla is an atheist. Now, let me just say that uh, I am a Christian. Most of us gathered here today, this is a Christian audience. And uh, yes, I don't know how many times I get asked if, um, if we've ever, if, if uh, Dennis Prager is aware of the, Christ, of the Christian gospel. Yes, 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 yes. You can well imagine uh, all of us Christians that are around him. But the point here is, is that um, though both of these individuals fully embrace, let's say, for example, my faith as a Christian, and though I have a responsibility to be in a proselytizing mode, that if I had a chance to have some one-on-one time, you know, you have an opportunity to talk about what we believe to be realities, but I want to tell you that these men are so solid And this is what America should be all about, that number one, uh, there's no doubt in my heart that I am correct in my faith. But as I've said so many times in this program, but I would fight for the right if you are an atheist or a Jew or Hindu or whatever, that uh, while, while here, which is a right that's not, uh, uh, you know, exercised around the globe, But um, I would fight for your right to have a choice. I wouldn't I wouldn't support you having, you know, artificial barriers. But no, people can have dialogue and share the gospel. But here's what Dennis says. Getting back to my point. If you send your son or daughter. To a public 
university or college you are paying you are playing russian roulette that however you have raised your son and daughter that when they get to that uh, college university level that the anti-faith, anti-conservative indoctrination is, is epidemic and off the charts. He shared another statistic, and maybe this is eye-opening to you. Those on the left would say that one out of four females that goes to a college campus or university, one out of four females will be raped during their tenure there. And uh, when you hear Dennis talking about this, he asks the question, well, if you would just take the argument from the left, he goes, I do not believe that's the case. Certainly we have, we have some issues with rape on campuses, and we've got situations where both the students, male and female, will drink too much, and we have uh, all of that situation that is not the topic of today's uh, uh, discussion. But as Dennis said, you know, who in their right mind, and I don't have a daughter, but, uh, you know, who in their right mind, if the statistic was really one out of four, who would ever take that chance to send their daughter to a public university? And so, so much of what is uh, happening on college campuses today, and understand that these are the leaders for tomorrow. As most of us advance in age, these are the folks that are going to be making the, the, the decisions about our end-of-life decisions. And oh, by the way, by the way, we had uh, two or three folks last night, after they had a chance to see the UC Berkeley deal, and they gave testimony. One of our regular listeners gave testimony that he has uh, two sons. One son went to UC Berkeley for four years. The younger son, uh, I believe, went in the United States Navy, I believe, but went in the armed forces. And that today, um, his son that went into the armed forces really gets it. Really gets the whole idea about freedom and that freedom isn't free in standing and putting his life on the line for our country. And the other one, the other son, basically, all he talks to his dad about is, Dad, you got to stop watching this and that. You need to be watching the Huffington Post, MSNBC. And basically, the testimony of the dad was, I sent my son to Berkeley. And this this is not the movie. This is someone who was in the house last night in Q&A. said, I sent my son to Berkeley. And nothing near my son came back after four years. 
and they have a, 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 a I don't want to say hostile relationship, but they certainly have a difficult relationship because his son, uh, my opinion, not his, but his son's been been brainwashed. And as I was standing next to the the movie producer up front taking the, the questions, I mean my my heart really went out and, and I hurt. And there was a couple of other testimonies, and. Um, I was really moved by those testimonies because I've, look, I've got a 13-year-old. And I'm far from figuring out this whole middle school thing, especially today. And uh, we certainly have our challenges. And I look at these parents who have poured their hearts into their children. And then for their children to go away to get an education. And to come back so turned off toward their parents. And toward the way of life and the shelter and the security and the safety that their parents provided. It just break your heart. So um, there are some universities out there that I suggest that uh, other than just job, jumping on one of the popular state schools, that... Um, you know, if values in family are important to you and you want the right values taught to your kids, be very selective. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Pacific Gas and Electric shutting off the power to another 605,000 customers in Northern California. Meanwhile, the blaze in Northern California wine country exploding in size. The fire now covering more than 100 square miles, destroying at least 40 homes. Nearly 200,000 people remain under evacuation orders. A federal judge has blocked an Alabama abortion ban. It would have made the procedure a felony at any state of pregnancy in almost all cases. General Motors' third quarter net profit fell 7% as a strike by the United Auto Workers Union halted U.S. vehicle production. Ford recalling 320,000 transit full-size vans in North America because the drive shafts can fail. The recall covers the 2015 through 2017 model years. This is SRN News. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Sundays at noon, listen to The Barnabas Effect with Paul Purvis, pastor of Mission Hill Church. If I want spiritual growth to happen in my life, it doesn't just happen by accident or by sitting in a church pew. I've developed spiritual disciplines and and healthy habits. I I have to make a choice. I, I have to choose. I have to be purposeful if I want to live according to God's purpose. Sundays at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and streaming at letstalkfaith.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need 
is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand With Israel at letstalkfaith.com. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley. It's the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, have you been hearing some of the headlines today about our student-athletes? First of all, it's very interesting that um, one of the statistics I got out of the movie was, do you realize that a lot of the championship races for women that the individual who holds a whole lot of records have been set in the last year, year and a half, two years, I guess. And one of the things Dennis was pointing out that the majority of the new record holders for female competition, let's, you know, long distance, short distance running, uh, are held by biological males. Biological males who have uh, now presented themselves as females and are in competition in female events, they're winning all the events. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean... I mean, yes, tolerant. Yes, people have a choice. But I, I got to tell you, I, I don't care what political correct statement it is. 
This is so patently unfair to women who work hard, who condition, who compete in these uh, various um, athletic competitions, and they're being beat by boys or by men. It's crazy. Anyway, that's not what I was going to, to talk about. Uh, to start with, because what I really wanted to share was uh, some breaking news, not only from here in our governor, uh, but we also have some news coming from the NCAA. And that is uh, our governor, I think it was yesterday, Governor DeSantis, was putting his office's support behind um, those that compete uh, in athletics to receive some sort of compensation. But the bigger story I want to share with you is, you know, big money invades everything. And for some time, big money has invaded professional sports. And at one time, it would have been highly taboo to even consider any kind of gambling operation anywhere having to do with any professional sport or college sport. And as you can see how our level of morality has just gone straight downhill, uh, now it's all about sports betting. And I will make a prediction right here that at some time in the future, and by the way, it may be in esports because esports is uh, all the craze with the young millennials. But we are going to get to be such a, you know, wow, wow, west mentality, eat, drink, and be merry mentality that you can go to Raymond James Stadium and uh, at halftime or before or after the game, I bet you one day they're going to have. Uh, a casino at our sports parks. But what I want to talk about this afternoon, by the way, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'd be interested to know what you think about compensating NCAA athletes. Because we have this story that is breaking from Atlanta. The Board of Governors for the NCAA, they have um, voted to go to first base, if you will, to allow an athlete, if they can sign a, a contract for a promotional deal, to allow them to be able to do that and receive compensation for that. And so what we're looking at is if Nike wants to use a high school student's name or a college student's name, if they want to um, use their picture for promoting a product product or a likeness of an athlete, Uh, It's probably not too far around the corner where student-athletes are going to be able to legally get compensation for that. 
the quote from Michael V. Drake. The board chairman of the NCAA said the board realized that it must embrace change to provide the best possible experience for college athletes. Yeah, I guess if you signed a million-dollar deal and you were a freshman at University of Florida because you were a pretty good high school quarterback, I guess I agree that um, that certainly would provide, Jose, the best, <laughs> the best possible experience for that young college freshman quarterback. Um. And again, Ron DeSantis has heralded the move. He said, quote, it is great news for college athletes in Florida and across our country. The governor said, I'm extremely pleased. The NCAA has realized that this is a matter of fairness and equity and that these athletes athletes should have the opportunity to receive appropriate compensation for the use of their name, image, and likeness. And there's been some bills that have been filed in the legislature that he would support, and I imagine now with the NCAA taking that first step, that they'll probably uh, find some positive support at the end of the day. So how do we find ourselves in this uh, position? Look at the amount of money that a major university or a major college is receiving and dealing with. You know, if you're going to go to FSU game or Florida Gator game, if you want to be a season ticket holder, keep in mind that I think at its inception, the reason why the booster clubs came along was that was an opportunity to, you know, put some money in the pot, help uh, go to little stadium maintenance, take care of some uniforms, uh, those type of things. But Today, it's gotten to be very, very huge and big business. And I think that comes with a blessing and a curse. So many of our young people today have dreams that they are going to make their killing in professional sports. Baseball especially. Uh, is a, is a hot sport here uh, among uh, the youth in our area, and uh, the the whole concept now of the travel teams. I may be out of step, but I'm just going to tell you that the travel teams, they've just gotten out of control. Now, you've got a youngster that's got some talents. And now you're going to be told, well, you know what? The only way you're going to make it is on a travel team. And you're going to be half to traveling every weekend. And by the way, you're going to be traveling every Sunday. You won't be in school uh, in church on Sunday. And so the whole idea that now we're going to be infusing these endorsements, 
I think that we are more going to be uh, putting that carrot out in front of these youngsters. And newsflash, most of these kids are not, I repeat, are not going to make it on the big stage. But yet, sometimes the amount that these kids are playing baseball, it affects their academics. Being away with family activities in worship, and I'm, I'm just going to share with you, our Christian audience, the Bible is very, very clear. Do not forsake the gathering of yourselves, local church. It is so important for our youngsters to be plugged in a church, to be a part of a fellowship, and not to be on the road every Sunday traveling from here to Atlanta, here to Pensacola, here to wherever. And so unfortunately that what we do in America, the whole idea of the goals of pleasure, the goals of achievement, we, we just go so overboard that in my mind, uh, eventually, like we have today, it, it's just, it just gets out of balance. And I know some folks who have come off. I, I know some folks as a family, they got into the travel ball. They were in it maybe maybe a year, maybe two years, whatever. And um, they've backed off, especially in situations where they have to be gone on a Sunday. And they're back in church. And see, that goes to what I talk about so much about choices. I believe if we prayed more, if we allowed the Holy Spirit to to really just have fellowship with us one to another, and that everything that we are considering, we committed to prayer. And then allow God to speak and don't manipulate the outcome. Do you know how many headaches we would avoid? you know how many financial pitfalls that could be avoided? Emotional stress, emotional strain. And oh, by the way, keeping our priorities keeping our kingdom priorities and not our keeping up with the Joneses and the secular priorities. So anyway, we've now added a very lucrative situation to our college athletes. And that's just going to increase, I think, uh, some of the ripple effect. What do you think? 877-943-9673. Good idea, bad idea, what we're doing in youth sports, give me a call.
Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The death of ISIS leader al-Baghdadi over the weekend was a welcome victory in the war against terrorists. In announcing his death and the raid by special Delta forces that killed him in northern Syria, President Trump described Baghdadi as a whimpering coward who used three of his children as shields. They were killed along with Baghdadi when he set off a suicide vest. Miraculously, no Americans were killed or wounded. It was a triumph for our intelligence agencies and the cooperation of others, including the Kurds and Russians, who were told our people would be flying over some territory containing their troops and weapons. Most Democrats could not bring themselves to praise the president. These included Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who said congressional leaders should have been briefed in advance. The president said he didn't because Washington leaks. He was right. Baghdadi will likely be replaced by another terrorist leader. The president says he has their names and knows where they are. Perhaps Baghdadi's cowardly behavior will deter other young people from signing up with ISIS and still others to quit. Let's hope so. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious, what is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention that typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. 
We're back, Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Well, here's another angle. Halloween's around the corner. What are you going to do, if anything? What will you be doing with your kids? Is is it just a, a kid's fun time, or should we be a little more on the lookout for more of the spiritual side of those activities. Charlene Aaron is reporting for CBN News, and this caught my attention because of the object of the story, the person of the story. The story goes, as Halloween approaches on Thursday, thousands of witches recently plotted to cast a, quote, a binding spell, close quote, against our president, Donald Trump. Now, this comes at a time when witchcraft is definitely on the rise in America. These are serious people conducting serious dark ceremonies. And what's alarming is witchcraft is the fastest growing religion in America. Let me repeat that. Don't make this up. Witchcraft is the fastest growing religion in America. And when it comes to Halloween, there is a growing debate within the church whether you and I should even celebrate Halloween. CBN interviewed a former satanic high priest. That high priest is John Ramirez. And Mr. Ramirez shared some things he once practiced on Halloween, including... Having a demonic wedding. Animal sacrifices. Rituals. And many people that were high-ranked devil worshipers. Mediums. Warlocks. Witches. They all came to my wedding, he said, because they were able to channel demons and principalities through their bodies to baptize and bless my wedding, said this former high priest. The former Satanist also pushed back against the idea that there is no harm in Christians celebrating Halloween. How is it that we're going to be in a place of saluting and honoring the devil when October is Witchcraft Month? Ramirez said, I lived it for 25 years. I practiced it for 25 years. So you're going to come out of left field and you never light up a candle. You never killed animals. You never drank animal blood. 
You never sat down with the devil, and you're going to tell me that Halloween is okay? I think you're very delusional as a believer. Ramirez also opposes churches hosting alternatives to Halloween, including harvest festivals. He encourages Christians to use the day to focus on evangelism and prayer instead. Ramirez says, quote, if I was a pastor and I was going to do something to attract people, I would do maybe a production that would draw people to show the graphic and the grossness of the dark side of Halloween and then show them the redemption of Jesus Christ and then do an altar call. Why would I bring candy and pumpkins into the church? You might as well tell the devil to come in and join you because that's what you're doing. You're inviting the devil into your church. You're inviting the devil to partake in your congregation, your flock, and your children. I don't care if you're dressing your children up like Noah or Abraham. You're changing their identity because it is the string that ties you to the enemy that you're celebrating somehow, some form, maybe not directly, maybe indirectly, you're celebrating something that is so demonic that you can't put your finger on it, Mr. Ramirez said. And again, Mr. Ramirez um, has uh, given his life to Christ, but a former high priest. Now, we've talked about it. We had our friends with folks on the family on Danny Huerta a few days ago. It's a personal decision, but I think it's one that should be made not tongue-in-cheek, but one very seriously. And so Thursday is coming up, and um, I think you ought to really, really make that a point of prayer. Well, coming up next, we're going to be talking about impeachment. We'll talk about uh, the, the killing of the ISIS leader. We've got some uh, cuts to share with you. We'll be joined by our answer audience And so um, we'll keep you informed with the discussions of the day. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back after the break. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. House Democrats have released text of a resolution that authorizes the next phase of its impeachment inquiry against President Trump. The eight-page resolution calls for open hearings and requires the House Intelligence Committee to submit a report outlining its findings and recommendations. House Rules Committee Chairman James McGovern says the resolution will, in his words, quote, provide a clear path forward, unquote, as the House begins a public phase of the impeachment inquiry. That's correspondent George Banzani. Also at townhall.com, Britain appears on course for an early general election as part of the country's continued political deadlock over Brexit. The main opposition Labor Party now says it would agree to the government's request to send voters to the polls in December. BBC correspondent Rob Watson. Two of the, the most prominent anti-Brexit parties, that's the Scottish National Party and the Liberal Democrats, I think they decided an election was just about their only remaining chance of stopping Brexit, that there simply weren't the votes in Parliament for a second referendum. And, and once they had decided, then although the main opposition Labour Party is very reluctant because it can see the polls, uh, Mr Corbyn really had no choice. The ship by Labour meant Prime Minister Boris Johnson looked likely to get Parliament's backing for his election trip. Bill, though a last-minute hitch arose when opposition lawmakers announced they would try to change the legislation to extend the voting franchise to millions of teenagers and European citizens. The government said it would abandon the bill if that plan succeeded. A federal judge has blocked an Alabama abortion ban that would have made the procedure a felony at any stage of pregnancy in almost all cases. U.S. District Judge Myron Thompson issued a preliminary injunction blocking Alabama from enforcing the law. On Wall Street, stocks are lower. Finishing lower today, the Dow is off 20 points, the Nasdaq down 49. More on these stories at townhall.com. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Beijing is promising more improvements in conditions for foreign companies, including an end to technology wrangles, a key irritant. And it's tariff war with Washington. The announcement adds to a drumbeat of market opening promises by the communist government, which is trying to make China's cooling state-dominated economy more productive. So Beijing says it will ease restrictions on foreign competitors in some newly opened finance businesses. It wants to pull in foreign companies, some of which have postponed or shifted investments to other nations out of concern about the impact of U.S. and Chinese tariff hikes. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Tokyo City officials are in a public feud with the International Olympic Committee over IOC plans to move next year's Tokyo Olympic marathons 500 miles north to Sapporo to avoid the capital's summer heat. 
The Tokyo governor very angry and has handed it a lawsuit. Breaking news at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. We're the people. It's been given grace. And we weren't supposed to be invited in the first place. But he invited us. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Bill Bunkley here. We're back with the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, excuse me. I tell you what, that cough is really starting to get me uh, this afternoon. Well, I'm trying to figure out just what the House of Representatives on the Democrat side has just released. They've just released their guidelines on impeachment. And what is happening here is that it is an impeachment inquiry. It's not an impeachment vote. Then there's a squabble of whether it's an impeachment resolution or not. It's got some guidelines. It's got some input by the Republicans. But quite frankly, it is an absolutely confusing um, document at this point. And so what we have is... um, One of the House rules is that before we have this vote on Thursday, 72 hours ahead of time, the ground rules for the vote has to be published and given to all members. So that's what today is all about. And uh, this is just further polarizing the two sides in the country at this moment. Half the country is uh, trying to figure out just what the Democrats are up to. And uh, it wasn't until over in the Senate, uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, where every Republican is supporting a resolution there that basically says that uh, the House has been acting uh, pretty much without jurisdiction by just having these these uh, secret uh, meetings and secret inquiry where uh, the Republicans haven't had a chance to cross-examine, the president hasn't had a chance to have his uh, um, uh, lawyer to be involved with that as well. And so when you get uh, that number of the Graham's anti-impeachment resolution, um, it would need 60 votes in the Senate to pass, not 50-50. And so, but the main, the main deal is, is that you're not going to impeach a president with the current numbers that are in the United States Senate. It's not going to happen. And the second question I have, this boils down to this. 
you can read the transcript, you can hear the transcript, and the question is this. Are we going to remove the President of the United States over a single phone call? Because when you boil it all down, whether there was a quid pro quo, if it was over two different uh, points in time, the quid and the pro, I mean, it really comes down to this. Are we going to fire the president over a phone call? And resoundingly, I want to tell you, no, absolutely not. And so um, there's been a resolution uh, for the vote that's going to be taken on Thursday. And that has been put out. And um, it's going to take probably a day or so for uh, the evaluation of that document. But it just seems like the Democrats are playing such a game. For so long, they said, Nancy Pelosi said for over a month, we don't have this kind of a vote. We've got the authority to move on. And then all of a sudden, they need to have a vote. And that's for impeachment inquiry, not for impeachment. And so we continue to have this silliness. And then you've got Stanny Hoyer, the majority leader in the House, saying, hey, this is not a resolution for impeachment. Well, what is it? Anyway, we're going to be hearing more about that in just a moment. Reminder that coming up bottom of the hour, my good friend Tom Adama, who is the chief operating officer and co-founder of Heart for Lebanon, is going to be with me. And um, I'm very concerned for what's going on in Lebanon. Lebanon is uh, on the northern border of Israel. It is dominated by Hezbollah. There has been unrest for weeks and weeks. The prime minister just resigned today. Just resigned today. And so uh, with the influence of Hezbollah, the influence of Iran, and the fact that we have untold numbers of refugees that are in the Bacal Valley, they're in downtown Beirut, they're in the southern point uh, part of uh, Lebanon. I've been to all three locations just before um, I was diagnosed with leukemia. And so um, we're going to be talking with him about that, plus his observations of the Kurds now having to flee into Iraq. We ha- now have, um, before what ha- what's happened on the Syrian-Turkey border, uh, the United Nations had said what was happening not only in Lebanon but in Jordan because of ISIS and the gassing of the folks um, in the um, in the Syrian cities, uh, it was the largest humanitarian disaster on the face of the globe. And now we have another one. So we'll get with Tom and uh, have a chance to talk about that. Well, this whole idea about impeachment, this whole idea about exactly what we're going to be looking at in terms of this, 
I want to uh, let you listen in to Representative Jordan. We're going to have some differing views this afternoon. But the idea that um, what we're going to do in this vote, that uh, when it comes down to it, it, it really is what I've been saying all along. Um, it's a sham. And uh, I agree with uh, what Rep. Jordan is going to say, that it's been a sham from the very beginning. Let's listen in as the impeachment issue is now coming to uh, another, another round of being on the burner this Thursday. After Thursday's vote, what changes? Well, I don't think anything. And to your list, Brian, it's also all done in secret in a bunker in the basement of the Capitol. So I don't think anything's going to change. And frankly, even if they tried to change something to give a little bit of due process, we're all still going to vote against this because this is such a sham and it's been such a sham from the beginning. Um, so, yeah, I don't think and you can't you can't undo what they've already done. I mean, we've had these eight depositions now. They've been leaking selective parts of it, haven't been following any type of basic due process. So um, you can't undo what they've done. I think this is just one more kind of make it up as you go along example. And um, it's all been done in secret with uh, with these secret leaks. So it's, it's a continuation of the sham. They're going to try to dress it up a little bit. They said they didn't I want because to go on the record. Yeah, why? Why should? Because she's calling it a formalized impeachment inquiry. It establishes procedure and affirms investigations. Yeah, because I think the reason she's going to have this vote is because the American people understand it is a sham. They understand it isn't fair. The idea that the president doesn't get counsel in the room, the people from the State Department don't get agency counsel in the room, the minority gets no rights. We can't even see the transcript unless we make a special appointment and some Democrats in the room as you're, as you're reviewing the transcript, and they get to selectively leak things because we follow the rules and they don't. This is all a, a ridiculous, unfair, and partisan process. But the, and the American people see through it, so I think the speaker's going to try to dress it up a little bit, put a little lipstick on the pig, as they say, and have this vote on Thursday. But it's not going to change anything, and I think you're going to see every single Republican vote against it. And I want to tell you that we are now starting to see some polling that the American public is starting to get it. And I think that's why we are seeing a little bit of a change in tactics with the Democrat Party. If you remember the old Wendy's commercial, Show Me the Beef, I think that's a lot about what we are dealing with now, that uh, it's been out there, it's been out there, and it's been out there, but um, what do we got? And again, are we going to remove a president from office over this telephone call, 877-943-9673. The minority leader in the House, Kevin McCarthy, had a press conference earlier today. And, again, keeping on the talking points that I think are very accurate for Republicans, he talks about the sham as well. No, I, I applaud the speaker for finally admitting it is a whole entire sham, but you can't put the genie back in the bottle. A due process starts at the beginning. It doesn't affirm a myth-sham investigation all the way through. If you were in a legal term, it'd be the fruit from the poisonous tree. It'd be a mistrial. None of this, none of this information would go forward. But what's most important to the American public, we all have the phone call. We all have the transcript. We are all able to see there was no quid pro quo. The money was released. Ukraine did nothing and no action was taken. 
Where's the crime? Where's the impeachment? What's the impeachable offense? The American public sees that. We should move on, and they continue to try to move a whole sham organization. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Well, our own senator from Florida, Marco Rubio, he also has been talking about this as well. He was with Steve Ducey this morning on Fox and Friends, and as he was weighing in, let's go ahead and see what Marco had to offer. Uh, from where you sit across the rotunda, what do you make of what's going on over there? Not a lot. I think it, a lot of it is politics, obviously. Look, you have a – so here, they're calling people in every day to testify. Before they even testify, they make sure the press gets their written statement. And then afterwards, they leak out snippets of what was said. You don't get to hear the cross-examination. So it, it really strikes me as a political exercise, almost like an opposition dump. Every single day, they're just leaking out damaging information into the public narrative uh, without any of the counter-narrative. But all that – have to come to an end at some point. And we, we, what we shouldn't forget is two things. Impeachment's a really big deal. Like, yeah. removing the president of the United States is not just a, an extraordinary measure. It's really bad for the country. It's traumatic. And number two is, you got, I don't know what the percentage is, but a significant number of members of the House that, w- that have been looking to impeach this president, some of them before he was even sworn in. So right. you'd start to lose some credibility when you made up your mind about this back in November of 2016 because you didn't like the result of the election. And that's been a common theme because they didn't like the election. And we have uh, uh, Minority Speaker McCarthy was also talking about that same theme as well. Let's listen in very quickly. Now, I also want to say a word about something else that's been going on over the course of the last several hours and and last night, uh, which I think is also shameful. And that is questioning the patriotism, questioning the dedication to country of people uh, like Mr. Vindman. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, who will be coming today, um, and others who have testified. Uh, I think that we need to show that we are better than that as a nation. Their, their patriotism, their love of country, we're talking about decorated veterans who have served this nation, who have put their lives on the line, and it is shameful to question their patriotism, their love of this nation, and we should not be involved in that process. Well, that was obviously not Kevin McCarthy, but uh, Liz Cheney at a press conference earlier today. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm going to also look at some of the responses. Unbelievable what's been in the press having to discuss and uh, absolutely just besmirching the president over getting getting rid of the ISIS leader. Wait till you hear these cuts. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. What if you could wake up without the burden of owing over $10,000 in taxes to the IRS or state? Call the trusted name in tax resolution, Anthem Tax Services, 866-843-0219. With over 30 years of experience in tax preparation and tax law, we are ready to negotiate your tax debt and reach a settlement that makes sense for you. Anthem saved me nearly $17,000 and settled my debt with the IRS for just $100. 866-843-0219. We are the only company that is confident enough in our services to offer a 100% money-back guarantee if we can't put you in a better position than where you started. All you need to do is call for a free consultation. Call 866-843-0219. You may even qualify to save up to 99% off your tax debt. 
Call Anthem today and we'll also take care of your tax case study for free, saving you hundreds of dollars. 866-843-0219. Profile America, Tuesday, October 29th. October is a special month in the history of handling data. In a month that holds the anniversaries of the first adding machine and the tentative birth of the Internet, October is also when the first all-electronic calculations were performed on an experimental computer. John Vincent Atanasoff was an associate professor in mathematics and physics at Iowa State College. Beginning in September 1939 with a $650 grant from the school, he created the first electronic digital computing device. The computer was no laptop model. It was about the size of a desk and weighed more than 700 pounds. In America today, there are 581 establishments manufacturing computers and related electronic products with a value of nearly $940 billion. You can find more facts about America from the U.S. Census Bureau online at census.gov. back Bill Bunkley here before we move on to um, a quick discussion before we have a chance to talk with uh, Tom Adama with um, Heart for Lebanon that resolution that was signed by 50 members of the US Senate add one that's Mike Pence that gives you 51 a majority here's what forced the Democrats to change course the resolution in the Senate is talking about how unfair this process has been, and it has missed a standard for uh, a standard and a key for fairness. The Senate resolution calls on the House of Representatives prior to proceeding any further with its impeachment investigation into President Trump to vote to initiate a formal impeachment inquiry. The Senate calls on the House of Representatives to provide President Trump, like every other American, with due process to include the ability to confront his accusers, call witnesses on his behalf, have a basic understanding of the accusations against him that would form any basis for impeachment, and calls on the House of Representatives to provide members of the majority with the ability to participate fully in office and have equal authority to issue subpoenas and other Uh, compulsory uh, processes wham I mean wham because guess what the house does the investigation they make the recommendation guess where the trial happens in the Senate and I think Nancy Pelosi just just has been embarrassed that's my opinion that she's had this four to six week sham show trial behind closed doors leaking whatever they think would be a positive sometimes i i'm not going to be surprised if it's been out of context to flim flam the american people that's what i believe and if i'm wrong i'll say that i'm wrong when that time comes now an equally important issue that is before us and that has to do with the operation to get Baghdadi, and um, it has received some praise and uh, some criticism. And um, it, it really is kind of embarrassing what some of these folks have been saying. But um, 
I want you to listen in to MSNBC, Peter Mansour, Stephanie Rule, Colonel Peter Mansour praises Trump for getting Baghdadi. Let's listen in. Um, help us understand this. The killing of al-Baghdadi. How does it change the dynamic on the ground for U.S. forces? Does it? It really does not. We saw this back in the Iraq War in 2006 when Abu Musab al-Zarqawi, the leader of the forerunner to ISIS, was killed, and it really didn't change the dynamic on the ground at all. These terrorist groups are decentralized, they have a cellular structure, and someone else will pick up the reins and move on from here. It's a nice win for the United States, as was the killing of bin Laden, uh, but that didn't end al-Qaeda, and this won't end ISIS I either. Besides the details that the president discussed, could the way he described al-Baghdadi as a dog, a coward, saying he was whimpering, screaming, and crying, this type of description, could this be used by ISIS? No, actually, I, I think that's kind of good. You want to paint these, these people as less than 10 feet tall. Oops. They like to consider themselves heroes Oops. to the jihad against the West. And, uh, you know, you want to say you're a bunch of losers. Uh, I, you know, I kind of applaud those remarks, quite frankly. Well, 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 you can well imagine that Miss Stephanie was not expecting that answer of appreciation of uh, Trump's handling and his description of getting uh, Baghdadi uh, on MSNBC. But nonetheless, it is nice when the truth is the truth. Now, also on uh, MSNBC, um, Craig Melvin, Uri McLaughlin on MSNBC Today, talking about uh, the death of Baghdadi's successor. Remember, we got not only Baghdadi, but who we believe to have been the person who have who would have probably stepped up to replace him. Let's listen in to some more comments from MSNBC. Aaron, first of all, I just want to ask you something here. About two hours ago, the president tweeted that al-Baghdadi's apparent successor has also been killed by U.S. troops. There's the president's tweet. What more do we know about that? Yeah, Craig, that's right. And this is a major blow to ISIS. Let's just pull up the tweet and, and, and I'll read it. It's a, yeah, the president saying, just confirmed that Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi's number one replacement has been terminated by American troops, most likely would have taken the top spot. Now he is also dead. It seems here that the president is referencing al-Muhajir. Now, within the 24-hour time period following Baghdadi's death, we heard from the SDF spokesperson say that in a joint SDF-U.S. operation, Muhajir was also killed, but in a separate location. He was killed in the Syrian city of Jarablus, which is interesting because it's also on the Turkish border. And what we know about Muhajir is that he is seen as a right-hand man to Baghdadi, an ISIS spokesperson, but a shadowy figure in and of itself. Experts are saying that this could be a devastating, though perhaps not fatal, blow to ISIS, recalling that in 2010, the ISIS number one and the ISIS number two were killed in a U.S airstrike they were killed together and that created the void that was later filled by Baghdadi and uh, I want to tell you that uh, you may uh, recognize the name James Clapper and James Clapper uh, th this guy uh, is just something else I mean he is so anti-Trump and uh, he was sort of leading the chorus of um, 
of how this was no big deal. Um, Obama was a much bigger deal. Um, but um, keep in mind that um, he said that uh, as Trump was describing the raid, it made him cringe. And so you might not have an opportunity. That's why I'm playing a couple of MSNBC uh, cuts, and especially one that I think probably backfired on the host when President Trump was praised. But uh, let's listen in to uh, Mr. Clapper. He's uh, doing what he does the best, and that is trashing the president. Let's listen in. Well, I, I think from his standpoint, you know, it, it is a big deal, and, and it is a major accomplishment, no question about it. And uh, as usual, the great professionalism of the Special Operations Forces and uh, and, and tells community uh, kind of shown through here. So, but I, I just, in terms of racking and stacking here, I think uh, Osama bin Laden takedown was of great import. Racking and stacking. Al Baghdadi, no big deal. Tell you what, when you get a visual, I saw some footage earlier today of the prison camps. I think Fox went in. If you get a chance to see that, it it will make you cringe. That will make you cringe. Very, very dangerous people. Very, very dangerous spouses. Um, When you hear about what happens in these prison camps and uh, they're enforcing their own very brutal laws within those camps, it it is... uh, it's, it's alarming. Well, coming up next, we'll talk with Tom Adama, get an update on what's happening in the country of Libya in the middle of all this mess between Israel and Syria. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Democrats have released text of a resolution that authorizes the next phase of its impeachment inquiry against President Trump. The House expected to vote on the resolution Thursday as Democrats aim to nullify complaints from the president and his Republican allies that the impeachment process is illegitimate and unfair. Frustration and anger mounting across Northern California as the state's biggest utility begins another round of fire prevention blackouts. It could leave millions of people without electricity, some for five days or longer. The NCAA board has voted to allow athletes to profit from their names, images, and likenesses. But much work still needs to be done to determine how that will work within NCAA rules. Stocks ended lower. The Dow lost 19 points. The Nasdaq off 49. The S&P dropped two and a half. This is SRN News. The annual enrollment for Medicare is coming soon, so we're here at Health Markets, a free service to help make sure you have the right Medicare plan. Mike, there's a lot going on here. There sure is. Health Markets has invented the FIT score to instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, folks can find out if their current plan is the right fit or if there's another plan that can provide extra coverage and help save money. Best of all, the service is free. So what Medicare benefits could people be missing out on? A lot. Plans with $0 copays, $0 deductibles, and $0 premiums. Plans that include dental and vision coverage or diabetic supplies, hearing aids, and more at no additional cost. 
With so many choices, our advice is don't go it alone when there's a free, unbiased service that can help. Go to healthmarkets.com or call 800-730-1372. That's 800-730-1372. 800-730-1372. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Victims can be any gender, age, or race. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime. Visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. That's www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Your second look could be their second chance. Hey, we're back to Bill Bunkley's show on this, uh, well, a little overcast Tuesday afternoon. You're, we're glad that you're with us this afternoon. Well, for those of you who have been, well, with me for the last several years, you know that just before I became uh, diagnosed with leukemia, I had an opportunity to visit a very special place. That very special place is Lebanon. Now, some of you who are very savvy about what's happening in the world, you might say, wow, Lebanon, special, because of what we see in the news. Well, it is a special place because we have some special Christians that are doing just an absolutely yeoman's job. Now, today we're going to be talking with my very good friend Tom Adama with Heart for Lebanon, and we're going to talk about what's been happening in country because there has been tremendous civil unrest We have the group uh, Hezbollah, which is very influential in local politics and uh, in in local governing. And just today, we had the prime minister of Lebanon, after serving for two years, has resigned because of the fierce protests in the streets. Uh, But we're also going to talk about what's happening with the region because uh, Heart for Lebanon, they are experts with dealing with literally untold numbers of refugees, as I stated last hour, who have uh, had to flee into Lebanon 
for their lives. Mostly moms, women, mostly children, uh, teenagers as well. Some of the younger kids now, they've been there so long, they're growing into teenagerhood. But uh, because of the ugly atrocities of ISIS, as well as the gassing in Syria by al-Assad, these people uh, have really, really been through it. And as you see what's happening with the Kurds, as we have another humanitarian crisis happening just to the north of Lebanon, uh, Tom, being the chief operating officer and the co-founder for Heart for Lebanon, he has a, a real, real uh, appreciation for what's happening up to the moment. And, uh, Tom, it's, it's been a little bit since we've chatted, but it's so good to have you with us today. Thanks for the opportunity, Bill. Yeah, a lot has happened, that's for sure, even in the last four or five hours. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Before we do, I, I, you got to tell me, how's Camille, how's the ministry going? I know that you operate in Beirut, the Bacal Valley, and down in the south. Let's just real quickly talk about the ministry and remind our listeners that coming up in a few weeks, we're going to have a chance to uh, uh, really help you out with one of our opportunities to partner with you. But how are things going with the ministry? Well, things are going well under the circumstances. In Beirut, we're not functioning at the moment. There's too many protests, too many things going on, uh, plus some other things that happened last year that were a real blessing. But we're focusing mainly on the Bacan and on the south right now. Uh, in the Bacan in the south, by mandate of the, of the government, of course, as you mentioned earlier, the prime minister resigned today. That meant his cabinet resigned, and they resigned without rescinding any of the orders that they put into place. That being said, that means that there's no banking, there's no businesses are allowed to be open, no schools of any kind, whether they're non-formal, private, public, or any education is, is fiercely forbidden by the government at the moment. And so our school in the Bacan in the South obviously is closed at the moment as well in, in ordinance because we're law-abiding Lebanese uh, by by Lebanese law, so we don't want to open and get in trouble. So we're closed yes. at the moment there. But our family care, our home visits, Heart for Lebanon is built on relationships, uh, having conversations with people. That has increased tremendously because more and more people are asking, so what does this mean? How come the government's doing this? Uh, what, what's going on? And so this gives us, believe it or not, another opportunity to share our con- through conversations and unconditionally the love of Jesus Christ. And we're all about making disciples at the end of the day, and we're highly relational and do everything we do unconditional. So our family care, which is community development, is picking up speed in the Baca and in the south of Lebanon. Uh, For instance, last Sunday we had to close our churches that we planted uh, for security reasons, and we sent a notice to everybody, which would be about 500 people combined. Uh, But we still had 125 to 150 show up. Uh, for church, uh, which to me is amazing, even after you cancel it. Um, the Kurdish people, we're serving about 95 Kurdish families already. Uh, we're expecting a lot more to come into the country. Uh, that's mainly in the south of Lebanon, uh, some in the Baka as well. Um, that is an interesting dynamic, um, and we might get into that a little bit later on, but we're expecting more to come in. As we do that, so ministry from family care, conversations, Bible studies, 1,300, 1,500 a a month in Bible studies, and our worship gatherings, 
are all taking place to this day. The only thing that's being hindered at the moment is our children's at-risk activity. That has to be monitored day by day and adjusted to the situation. Mm. Listening to Tom Adama, which is COO as well as co-founder of Heart for Lebanon, and joining me today, and I'm just sitting here just uh, on pins and needles uh, for every word of his report. Now, Tom had told our producer, my producer, Jose, I could ask him anything, but I still uh, I don't operate under that policy because I want to be very careful. So, Tom, if I ask anything, uh, just say I'd rather not go there. But my first question is, obviously, uh, because I was there and, and uh toward all these facilities, and in fact, the new facility with the new church in the Bacah that, that, that's going to have to be put on hold. Obviously, if folks don't realize that listening, that uh, Lebanon had a real Christian influence. However, as of recently, the last few years, Hezbollah has uh, moved into places of authority, uh, places of governance. Obviously, Hezbollah is, uh, though they have um, sort of, uh, because of the humanitarian effort, they've been okay with the work of Heart for Lebanon. With the current situation and the fact that uh, your organization is Christian, um, have the stakes increased on that in the last few days? Could we have a reversal for this understanding of what you're doing uh, on a humanitarian basis, even though it's for the cause of Christ as a, as, as a, as a supporting role? No, it hasn't changed at all. They're they're supporting it. Their basic philosophy is, you know, the few people you're dealing with aren't bothering us. We have bigger issues to deal with. And Heart for Lebanon, for the 13 years we've been in existence, have not had one complaint to the government or any official about any of our staff or our work. It's been nothing but positive, and I say that in all humility and to God be the glory. And that also helps us. The other thing that helps us is we're legal and we obey the laws. Uh, of, the, of the land. We might not like them all, but we obey them all. Um, as it gets into the current situation, I'm not sure what to, how, how long it will be. Hezbollah has said from day one they were not in favor of Harari uh, resigning, that they really wanted him to stay in place, that they really felt, and they asked the protesters to stop protesting and get back to work because they weren't helping the economy as well. But since Harari has um, resigned, Hezbollah has stepped up their game and have really confronted the protesters in a pretty dramatic and forceful way in Beirut itself Um, and have turned to somewhat of of, of violence, might be a little strong, but it has been tremendous physical pushback against the protesters. Where that ends up, I don't know. But one thing we do know, and I think you would agree with me, Bill, is that Hezbollah has a a way of of, of, of of being kind of quiet and behind the scenes. Yes. And then all of a sudden they fill a gap or a void uh, when nobody else is filling it. And that's my fear. Uh, by Harari resigning, they really, he really put the country back where it was three years ago with no government. And with no government, you have no direction, and that's going to create a gap. Who's going to fill the gap? Uh, the protesters have nobody to fill the gap. Uh, my fear is that Hezbollah will fill that gap. Now, Lebanon is a democratic country. They do have elections and voting. But to get that up and running in this situation is going to be extremely problematic. And my fear is and my prayer request is, is that Hezbollah does not fill that gap because if they do, 
we are going to have other problems um, in in the country. You you do you are aware. I'm sure you're aware that Israel and Hezbollah over the last three weeks in particular have stepped up their game in yep. southern Lebanon yep. between each other. We don't need that going into Beirut from a human viewpoint. Let me ask you this, Tom, and that is because uh, Hezbollah certainly is closely uh, aligned with Iran, and I know your right. home is here in the States in Tennessee, and uh, about any time we hear about Iran's wishes for future plans, we hear about this land bridge to the Mediterranean, and then we hear the fact that they want the land bridge to go through Lebanon. Um, right. How much is that a concern to you that Hezbollah may have some leverage now from Iran to take advantage of this situation to advance that plan a little further down the road? Well, that's that's an interesting question, Bill. It, it, I'm torn. There's one side of me that really doesn't want the Lebanese friends, my dear friends, people created in God's image to have to go through another war, another another hardship, another hard time, um, however you want to describe it. But as a follower of Jesus Christ, a person who's read the last book of the Bible, well, we might not agree exactly on every timing issue in the last book. There's major events I think we all can agree on. The crescent that you're referring to um, will take place someday. And with that comes this torn in, inward peace I have that God's got this. He's not surprised. It fits into his total plan. But it's not going to be easy to get there. And again, I don't want my friends to have to go through it. I'll go through it with them. But I think as for those in the faith-based world, we have to realize that we're witnessing some end-time stuff here Absolutely. That, is, that is I know Paul said he was living in the end times, and everybody kind of says it. But I got to tell you, you 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 are well aware of all the strife happening yes. all over the world, from end Hong Kong to Barcelona to every place. Yes, and this fits right into it. This we're watching unprecedented end times stuff in front of our eyes. So, for those of us in the in the faith based world, this is not a time to stop back and go, "Oh my." This is a time to put our foot on the gas pedal and say, we've got people in the Near East that need Jesus Christ because the door is closing. And we're not sure when it will be closed, but we do know it's coming. So why aren't we? We just need to step up our game big time. I want to remind you, go right now to the website, heartforlebanon.org, all one word, heartforlebanon.org. That's all one word. Tom Adama is joining me this afternoon, and uh, I was humbled by being uh, both a Tom and the other co-founder, Camille, who's in-country, who's a Lebanese Christian. Uh, just absolutely what, what, a, what a man and a family, and as well as those who uh, are my brothers and sisters with this ministry. Uh, I just, uh, I, I'm just taken away as I think about what's happening. Now, when we come back, uh, I want to ask Tom a little bit because we've been dealing with the refugee humanitarian crisis out of the ISIS situation as well as the Syrian gassing of, of the people of that country. Now with the Kurds a little bit further north, and boy, if they're going to make their way down to a safe zone all the way to either Lebanon or some of the other areas over in Jordan, 
I want to engage Tom about that, uh, about that, and anything else that uh, he'd like to share that I may not be aware to ask the right questions. So, I'm going to take a time out, and Tom, uh, we just got a couple of moments for a commercial break. More on what's happening in the end times, right there in the heart of where all of these armies one day will be converging for end times. That's why you need to pay attention to this every day, every moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Jim Daly inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schuess, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The death of ISIS leader al-Baghdadi over the weekend was a welcome victory in the war against terrorists. In announcing his death and the raid by special Delta forces that killed him in northern Syria, President Trump described Baghdadi as a whimpering coward who used three of his children as shields. They were killed along with Baghdadi when he set off a suicide vest. Miraculously, no Americans were killed or wounded. It was a triumph for our intelligence agencies and the cooperation of others, including the Kurds and Russians, who were told our people would be flying over some territory containing their troops and weapons. Most Democrats could not bring themselves to praise the president. These included Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who said congressional leaders should have been briefed in advance. The president said he didn't because Washington leaks. He was right. Baghdadi will likely be replaced by another terrorist leader. The president says he has their names and knows where they are. Perhaps Baghdadi's cowardly behavior will deter other young people from signing up with ISIS and still others to quit. Let's hope so. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious, what is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. 
They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention the typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Hey, Bill Bunkley here, and I want to get right back at it just a few moments before we wrap up this second hour. We're talking to a very, very, very special man, Tom Anima, who used to be with the Billy Graham Association, learned about the need in Lebanon. He's uh, the co-founder, chief operating officer for Heart for Lebanon, joining me today. And if you're just uh, tuning in, I had an opportunity to uh, be with uh, Tom and the team in Lebanon just before um, I uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, uh, I've said over and over, my heart really goes out for that area. By the way, that website, and I want you to go to the website and take a look. There's some videos, and uh, you'll get a real feel for the humanitarian crisis and why I I love the folks who have been relegated to a lot of these uh, tent cities. Uh, but they are they are just like you and I and everybody else throughout our Bay Area. They're just a people, and they're being introduced to Christ. And, uh, boy, it makes us realize how great our opportunities are. That website is heartforlebanon.org, heartforlebanon.org, and you're going to be learning more about that as we'll be partnering with them in a few weeks. So, Tom, um, as I kept looking at this without any kind of input, I thought, well, you know, all these Kurds on the move, but, boy, they're going to have to go – all the way through Syria and kind of skip Damascus, do you think, I know you said 95 uh, have already entered into Lebanon. Are you, are you in the government, well, no government, are you and the country expecting to have an influx? And talk about that, how that's going to affect things, and anything else I didn't ask you. Yeah, uh, yes. Now, number accurate numbers are hard to come by when it comes to the Kurdish people leaving northern Syria. Numbers range from anywhere from 175 to, well, there's a number out today of 600,000. I don't know if it's that high or not, but there is a large number of Kurdish people on the move out of northern Syria, headed south. Where they end up is hard to say. They will not go to Iraq because that's just as bad as Syria at the moment. Um, Jordan has made it very public that they are not wanted in Jordan. And so since Lebanon does not have a, a control, the belief is, is that there'll be a good number of them that will come over over the line uh, into the country of Lebanon. Some of that will depend on uh, the news coming out of Lebanon, if they feel it's safer than Syria or not. At the moment, it is much safer than Syria. So we expect a, a good thing. In fact, we're gearing up. Um, economically to cover uh, probably about 250 to 400 different Kurdish families. That translates into about $200,000. And so we're building that kitty now that we can serve these people. Once again, remember, they they left their homes in, in northern Syria against the Turkish border there. On a moment's notice, bombs went off. And left with very little, if anything. Yep. And what yep. they, if they left with anything, 
they used it up by the time they get to the Lebanese border. So, yes, we are preparing uh, right now as we speak to, to take in um, as many as we possibly can. Do you expect to have the husbands with them? Now, uh, about a week ago, the report I saw was uh, the husbands were sitting the women and children uh, fleeing. They were going to stay for the conflict. But now with this with this so-called truce, the Russians, everything else, uh, are you going to anticipate the men traveling with them or the women by themselves again, in large part what we saw in Lebanon with, with the, 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 the previous refugees? Well, it's very hard to predict exactly what will happen, but our guess is is that it will follow suit of what Syrian men and women did. They send their women and children on, and we'll catch up with you later. Later never comes for a couple of reasons. One, they stay and fight and they get killed. Two, they stay and fight and just keep fighting. Or number three, they abandon their families and go a different direction. And sadly to say that's the majority. Um, so, um, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the culture of that area, the women are by and large uneducated. So when they get to Lebanon, that's why we have literacy programs and all kinds of skill training, community development uh, to help them uh, become educated as best as we can in the shortest amount of time. Uh, so, yes, we, some men will come, but the majority will not. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we're at the top of the hour, but I'm going to give you that website again, heartforlebanon.org, heartforlebanon.org. Uh, in the coming weeks, we'll tell you a little bit uh, of our plans as we are circling the wagons with uh, Heart for Lebanon because, uh, quite frankly, we want to be a part of, uh, of the solution. And uh, a single soul, two souls, three souls, uh, that's what we're all about here. And um, of all the places I've traveled through the years and in many, many areas of ministry for Salem, uh, my heart is, is definitely in that area and is one that is uh, um, sort of a student, if you will, of uh, every day of what's happening in terms of uh, future end times. It's very important. Tom, we're going to have to take a break. But, uh, Tom, it's we have about a four or five-minute break. What I want to do is just keep you for about two minutes, top of the hour, we come back. I want to pray for you and pray for the ministry and do that in the next hour. Could you hold on for just one more second? I can hold on, Bill. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to pray for you in just a moment. Well, that's the Bill Bunkley Show wrapping up hour number two. We want to thank all of you who have been listening on uh, as well on the answer platform this afternoon. Uh, my colleague Jay Sekulow will be up in just a moment uh, for AM 930 in Sarasota. And, of course, I'll be for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on AM 570 all across West Central Florida, AM 910 in Plant City, 102.1 in Lakeland, 100.3 over in Bayonet Point. More of the Bill Bunkley Show, and please stay with us. I'll be praying for Heart for Lebanon as soon as we come back. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. 
When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Without calling it an impeachment resolution, House Democrats released a text outlining proposed rules and public hearings in their continuing inquiry into President Trump. The House is expected to vote on the resolution Thursday as Democrats aim to nullify complaints from the president and congressional Republicans that the impeachment process thus far has been illegitimate and unfair. Senate Majority Leader McConnell says that he and other GOP lawmakers will review the House's language to see if it passes a test of fairness to the president. Correspondent George Bonzani. A federal judge on Tuesday blocked Alabama's near-total abortion ban from taking effect next month. U.S. District Judge Myron Thompson issued a preliminary injunction temporarily blocking Alabama from enforcing the law that would make performing an abortion a felony in almost all cases. Frustration and anger are mounting across Northern California as Pacific Gas and Electric begins another round of fire prevention blackouts that could leave millions of people without electricity, some for five days or longer. The shutoffs are aimed at preventing wind-blown electrical equipment from sparking wildfires. California Governor Gavin Newsom says there's plenty of blame to go around for the state's wildfire problem. It took decades to get to this point. It took decades of mismanagement in the largest public utilities uh, in the United States, the most significant being PG&E, and respectfully mismanages as it relates to how we've addressed our forest management. Uh, the Public Utilities Commission, with all due respect, is also culpable on this, so we own this. Britain appears on course for an early general election that could break the country's political deadlock over Brexit. Opposition lawmakers have backed, in principle, the government's request to send voters to the polls in December. Though Prime Minister Boris Johnson still faces a tussle over the exact date. On Wall Street, the Dow on by 19 points. The Nasdaq dropped 49. The S&P lower by 2. More on these stories at townhall.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was between jobs, and we had over $64,000 in credit card debt. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Working with Trinity was extremely easy. They really guided us into the program and gave us hope. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. My advice to people in a similar situation is to pick up the phone and call and get out of debt. The freedom from that is priceless. Let Trinity help make it better. Don't feel that you have to suffer alone or try to figure out the answer. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. The NCAA appears to be moving toward allowing college athletes to cash in on their fame. The NCAA Board of Governors voted unanimously to clear the way for the amateur athletes to benefit from the use of their name, image, and likeness. 
The NCAA has long barred players from hiring agents and has steadfastly refused to allow players to be paid by their schools. But that's being challenged by states. A California law set to take effect in 2023 would prevent athletes from losing their scholarships or being kicked off their teams for signing endorsement deals. Now board chair Michael Drake says the NCAA realizes it must embrace change to provide the best possible experience for college athletes. I'm Ben Thomas. A new survey of U.S. youth ages 8 to 18 confirms what many parents already knew. Consumption of online videos is on the rise. Many teens and tweens prefer YouTube, a service for those age 13 and older. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. If I humble myself, my faith, look to him in a fresh way. Oh, my goodness, the things that God will do for me and for you that nobody else will ever do. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. God allows that seed to grow. The mustard seed is a seed, and seeds are meant to grow. God begins with small things, but God's purpose is that whatever he starts small will end big. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome back for hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. Continuing to uh, ask for your mercy as uh, whatever I have uh, been able to... uh, catch in terms of my throat and my voice and everything else uh by the third hour gets a little bit sketchy but uh lord's going to see me through and uh uh, all of that's going to be working out but again i apologize for um a little bit different voice you think i'm dennis prager or someone because my voice is several octaves lower hey want to remind you that uh we are now broadcasting all across florida all across the nation Tell a friend. They can go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the Listen Now tab, as well as we've got a great app for Faith Talk right here in the Tampa Bay area. Also remind you that in a moment I'm going to be praying for the Ministry of Heart for Lebanon. And my good friend uh, who is co-founder of that organization, Tom Adama, who's 
holding over for just a second. Now, if you missed the last 30 minutes, reminding you that if you want to find out about uh, the current situation in Lebanon and this wonderful ministry, you can go to our podcast page. Uh, that's at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. All three hours of today's Bill Bunkley show, as well as shows in the past, you can go there and just to hit the podcast link, and you can listen, you can download it. But uh, very, very interesting briefing of what's happening in the area. All right, for Lebanon, if uh, you haven't had a chance to visit that leb- that website, um, go to heartforlebanon.org. You've heard me talk about uh, my visit uh, into uh, that area uh, a couple of years ago before I got sick. And I want to tell you that if you will look at the videos, you will literally see exactly what I saw because they are shots taken in the three main areas that we've been talking about today. And uh, I'm always excited because the familiar faces that I've fallen in love with of those who are unselfishly serving these refugees day in and day out, not only for social needs, but for material needs, but also with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to bring Tom back in because uh, I wanted to just pray and ask all of you that are joining me. Obviously, if you're behind the wheel of your car, just keep driving and if you will, be in an attitude of prayer, and all others, if, if you could uh, just bow your head. And, Tom, uh, I thank you for just staying with me for just a moment because I, I want to really pray for you and the team, okay? Thank you very much, Bill. It means a lot. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, first of all, on behalf of all of us, I come to you and ask you to forgive us of our sins that we would be clean before you. Father, I just want to ask for your protection. I want to ask for your protection of my brothers and sisters, not only uh, of the team there for Heart for Lebanon in a very unstable situation, a minute-by-minute situation uh, on the world stage, uh, but also for all the people of the region, especially those who have come to Jesus by the ministry of Heart for Lebanon. I I just want to pray for Camille who uh, is just the very important co-founder that's there in the field. Um, Father, you know his Lebanese heritage. You know what his family has been through in the past with uh, these difficulties, uh, um, with the somewhat of the potential of violence and uprising, and his family has paid through the years. I just thank you that he is uniquely uh, positioned to give leadership. Father, I just pray for all of those that I met that are on the front lines of the ministry. I want to pray particularly for the school that's closed down there in Beirut. As people are are just hunkered down in the city, I pray that you would protect them. I pray that their faith in Jesus Christ would be all the more assured. I pray for those in the south, literally uh, just walking distance uh, from the Israeli border. And, um, Father, I just pray because of the back and forth between uh, the IDF and Hezbollah on the northern Israel border. I just pray for those people there who are trying to get their lives back together, and especially the crew uh, for Heart for Lebanon. Keep them safe. Keep them encouraged in you. And I pray for, oh, just the, the, the Baca Valley, uh, just not only for the new facility, uh, that uh, I can only imagine that, that I saw under construction, Lord, and now that's finished, opportunity in all these areas to distribute food, 
but the food distribution there and also the chapel, the church that's in the new facility, the, the hub of the Bacaw Valley, even though they can't have church right now because of the government situation, I just pray for all of them. I pray for the teens of that father that uh, get in the trucks and they will come and uh, park those trucks outside the tent cities and uh, the refugees will come out and, and get their rations. I pray for protection of all of that. I also pray for the teens that go in and put on the opportunities with the uh, uh, portable stage uh, by visiting all the different subcamp areas where all the children come out. What a sight to see. I pray you protect them. Father, I pray that your name would be glorified. And Father, though I know that, um, as Tom shared so eloquently about the balance of caring for people that we know, but also knowing that uh, we are marching moment to moment in that part of the world to uh, end-time realities. And uh, uh, we just pray, Father, obviously for your will to be done. But, Father, I will pray for protection. And I pray that uh, in the coming months, uh, our part but others' part, that now that this ministry uh, is anticipating uh, the Kurds who are now part of this uh, regional humanitarian uh, situation that's happening. They'll probably be making their way to Lebanon, and I just thank you that Heart for Lebanon is is praying to uh, provide uh, some reserves and, and to gather some reserves to be able to minister to those folks who will be very weary after traveling that long distance to the south of Lebanon. Father, I just thank you for this ministry. I thank you for Tom. I thank you for the many, many years of his service to Billy Graham, also to Word of Life right here uh, in Hudson, uh, where he was within our midst. I thank you for he and his family, and I just pray for everyone on the team that you would bless them richly and that many more souls would be saved because they are out there. They're your heart. They're your arms. They're your feet. Thank you for their service, Lord. We humbly ask this in your name, your name, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Tom, I hope. Thank you, Bill. Tom, I hope you just, next time you talk to Camille, give him my personal regards and uh, tell him to tell his team that uh, very much on my heart and uh, will be on our heart here in Tampa. And I just thank you for spending so much time with me today. Anytime, my friend. God bless you. And I'll pass on the word immediately to them. Thank you so much. And we'll be talking to we'll be talking soon about our joint effort. But Tom, have a great day. You too, buddy. God bless. All righty. Bye bye. Heartforlebanon.org. Heartforlebanon.org. And uh, if you want to, man, those the videos are remarkable because I was previewing them today, and some of them are the new videos. Um, you will really get an idea of um, of the. The week or so, or however it was that I spent in various parts of uh, Lebanon, and um, it's a real blessing. So let's just keep that whole area uh, in our mind. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit as we have um, a little bit of a quiet time that we have certainly have end times that are coming before us. And, um, there are, there are some things in the Bible that 
really reach out to me. And uh, there's, there are some things that as I think about my friends, but I think about also uh, what's happening in that region. And I wanted to try and just focus in uh, on a couple of those because here's what's going to happen. Matthew, our favorite tax collector, was sharing in his gospel in the 24th chapter, the 7th verse. And do we see it here today? Riots in Hong Kong, in Brazil, Venezuela, Syria, Turkey, Europe. There is so much going on that we're reminded that even though these aren't necessarily nations, but the prophecy of what's going to come. Matthew tells us, quote, For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and in various places there will be I want to finish the verse, but I have never had as many pop-ups. There will be famines and earthquakes. Let me read that again. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. Let's just talk about the famine side. Let's talk about the humanitarian side of what we are seeing. I mean, it is all around the globe that we have issues. And two verses down, Matthew shared with us, then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. And in the verse above that, you will be hearing of wars and rumor of wars. See that you are not frightened for these things must take place. But that is not yet the end. And that's our prayer, Matthew 24, 6, for our friends in Lebanon. To trust in the Lord, to trust in him, and let, not let Satan it just frighten them. And for us to realize that as... We are praying for our friends that there are certain things that must take place. And I think they're going to take place in my lifetime. Because I believe that God has called me for more service here before taking me home. And that's uh, in light of my uh, leukemia situation. But I hope that as we go about our day and we see these images on TV, I want to tell you, I wish that each and every one of you could have been with me in Lebanon, though understandably many of you would not have wanted to be in that situation. But when you're in the middle of that sea of humanity, doesn't matter what nation it is, doesn't matter what skin color, sharing the gospel is preeminent. I'll be right back. Yeah. 
This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth, an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies, no government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases paid after portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth. And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking. The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases, even eyeglasses and dental care. For a monthly price that some people find too good to be true. Except it is true. One card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well. Now that's something worth talking about. Watch your mailbox or learn more online at onecardnow.com. That's onecardnow.com. Please don't put this off. It's too important. Visit onecardnow.com for free information with no obligation. That's onecardnow.com. Sundays at noon, listen to The Barnabas Effect with Paul Purvis, pastor of Mission Hill Church. If I want spiritual growth to happen in my life, it doesn't just happen by accident or by sitting in a church pew. I've developed spiritual disciplines and and healthy habits. I I have to make a choice. I, I have to choose. I have to be purposeful. If I want to live according to God's purpose. Sundays at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, The Bill Bunkley Show. If you'd like to uh, give us a call, comment, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Uh, reminding you also that um, if you have a question or comment, you can always email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com want to share uh, something that uh, we've talked about a couple of times as uh, one of our dear brothers in the Lord is standing beside his wife and uh, from uh, a heavenly uh, perspective, uh, anticipation that uh, maybe a home going is, uh, is in the future from a earthly presentation, a, a lot of sadness. But um, I, I want to give you an update on uh, Pastor Tony Evans. And Tony has been in our area uh, several, several uh, times over the last few years. He has uh, been to my home church, Idaho Baptist Church. We had a very large uh, men's gathering on, on a Friday night, and he and his son, uh, who is... Um, the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, what a powerful night and part of his series of, of men being men. Anyway, you may have heard that um, his wife, Lois, um, her cancer has come back. 
it's a it's a sad story. And apparently, according to CBN News, Steve Warren, that she is in quite a fiery trial. And, you know, Tony is pastor at the Oak Cliff Fellowship Church there in Dallas. And he didn't put a picture, but he did post a note on his Instagram last Friday that I want to share with you. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I wanted to update our ministry friends and partners regarding my wife's medical condition. Lois spent all of last weekend in the hospital due to severe pain related to her uh, bilinary cancer. The doctors were able to manage the pain and they released her from the hospital for home care. Yet even though chemotherapy and radiation are no longer options, we still have total confidence in God's ability to supernaturally intervene and to do what man is unable to do. Our prayers are full of faith, hope, and expectancy. We would appreciate you praying with the same spirit. While we wait on our miracle, Lois is continuing with natural therapies, supplemental treatments, and is surrounded 24-7 with the love of her nuclear family and extended family, as well as the support of our church and national ministry. Thank you for your concern and prayers for us during this time of our fiery trial. We know God is still on the throne. Our faith is in him and in his word, and his love for us has not wavered in the least. God bless you, and thank you again for your support of me, my wife, our family, and the ministry of the Urban Alternative. At the end of his note, he shared from Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever ever. Amen. And uh, Tony is quite a guy. If you have followed his ministry, uh, we have used so many of his materials. Um, Even when um, I had my leave of absence, um, and uh, my good friend Stephen Coney at uh, Idlewild uh, took over a teaching of my Bible fellowship class, uh, they were really fed with uh, many of the uh, video teaching series of Tony Evans and the Urban Alternative and um, uh, a real blessing and especially as I was able to begin to make it back to church for an hour or so certainly not in the early days able to come back to teaching as I am today uh, a very much a blessing to um, 
under his teaching. And in fact, Tony, quite frankly, you know, uh, my number one pastor is, uh, well, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten. But you probably know that um, I, um, there's some other ministries that um, I like to tape, and uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, David Jeremiah, uh, Tony Evans, and um, they're just uh, some good uh, sources after my prime teaching from my pastor each and every Sunday and Wednesday. Let me just pray real quick. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to lift up Lois. Know that she loves you so much. Know that she is so blessed to be in a loving family that has been surrounding her. We will join and ask for a miracle. Would you please supernaturally heal Lois this very moment? We know you have the ability. Father, we trust in you, and uh, we know that for every season there's a time to live, there's a time to <clears throat> sometimes have an illness, there's a time to pass on and go to heaven. So though we pray for her healing, we accept your will and know that in your perfect will you have a, a reason. And um, on the other hand, Father, you know, as I've walked through my valley, that um, there's a hallelujah moment when, um, when one of your saints is being called home. And because of the loss here and the missing of a loved one, we deal with the grief. But, um, Father, we just we pray for this healing, but we also pray for your will to be done. Thank you for Tony. Thank you for both of them. Thank you for the kids been an impact with uh, the movies the kids have made the concerts uh, also you know dallas cowboys all of that we just um, pray for them and i want to pray for anybody else right now sound of my voice including myself that is dealing with some form of cancer i just pray for total healing at the same time pray for uh, whatever your will is and thank you, Father, that we can come to your throne 24-7. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Democrats have released a text that authorizes the next phase of the impeachment inquiry against President Trump. The eight-page document released Tuesday calls for open hearings and requires the House Intelligence Committee to submit a report outlining its findings and recommendations. House Rules Committee Chairman James McGovern of Massachusetts, a Democrat, says the resolution will provide a clear path forward as the House begins a public phase of the impeachment inquiry. The White House calls it a sham. Seven of the nine city city council seats are up for grabs in next month's election, and Amazon sees a big opportunity to reshape the politics of its left-wing hometown. The online retail giant has made unprecedented donations totaling $1.5 million to a political action committee that's supporting a slate of candidates perceived to be friendlier to business. This is SRN News. 
National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schuess, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. I'm Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. This this next segment is something that I would uh, usually probably bring to you during the 4 o'clock hour because it has to do with 
with politics, has to do with a major issue. But um, there's a very interesting report that uh, came to us earlier today from um, CBN. Uh, Deborah Bunting is reporting. There is a former Bill Clinton insider, advisor, and this person is sharing with some folks that Hillary Clinton believes that God is communicating with her, that God wants her to be president of the United States. Where have we heard this before? Well, this isn't this isn't news from almost four years ago, three years ago. This is news today, Tuesday the 29th. Dick Morris, who was very close to the Clintons, told Market Watch, quote, she being Hillary, she feels entitled to do it. She feels compelled to do it. She feels that God put her on earth to do it. According to Dick Morris, the only thing standing in her way is Joe Biden. If Joe Biden drops out, Morris says the way is open for Hillary to get in. He's dead set on on his opinion. He said, quote, make no mistake, she wants it. She's planning on it. She'll do everything she can to achieve it. Now, oftentimes... As I sort through the the stories of the any issues of the day and ask for the Lord's guidance, you know, some I embrace, some I set off to the side. Can't tell you for sure, but I always ask the Holy Spirit to just give me his influence. And then sometimes I'll share things on the air that are kind of humorous. I might not believe that it's quote-unquote, the gospel truth, but kind of lightens up the afternoon. I got to tell you that what, what I've been picking up is I, I really think that Hillary wants to do this again. I don't think Dick Morris is just out there just beating a dead drum. Now, Hillary herself, and CBN News confirms, she has not made the statement, hey, God wants me to be president. She, she, she did sort of talk about that back in 2008 when she was running 
uh, for the Democratic nomination. But I want to tell you that it isn't out in the public. But there is a question that if Donald Trump is not successfully impeached, is not successfully removed from office, they are very concerned about which person in the Democratic field could defeat President Trump. And keep in mind that some of the folks on both sides of a huge national political campaign take for granted all the Democrats that are in the race right now. Go back to 2016. Remember all the Republicans who were in the race, which included Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush. Now, you get out there, and and quite frankly, you know, these are all smart, intelligent people. But when you get into running, it's very easy to get delusional. And in fact, I've had more than one experience of talking a candidate back in off the ledge to bring them to some sort of reality. Because you start getting working so hard. There are people out there that are floating the idea, hey, what do you think? Is she the one that can come back and take on President Trump? And, of course, if she didn't want to be in the national discussion, she would not have she not have made the claim that the Russians had planted uh, Representative Tulsi Gabbard uh, to undermine the election as a possible third-party candidate. I think she's sort of clearing the field of those she can clear. She told Judy Woodruff over at PBS, what, a couple of weeks ago? Perhaps there should be, quote, a rematch between her and Trump saying, obviously, I can beat him again. Reminding you that she won the popular vote, but she did not run a smart, successful campaign in the states to be able to garner the majority of the electoral college vote. And if you don't think the Democrat candidates aren't looking over their shoulder right now, you just never know with the Clintons. You probably have heard the name of David Axelrod. David Axelrod was a high-level advisor to President Barack Obama. He said, and I quote, With Trump looming, there is a genuine concern that the horse may have bet on and may be pulling up lane. Excuse me. 
there is genuine concern that the horse many have bet on and may be pulling up lame, and the horse who has sprinted out front may not be able to win. Of course, he's talking about Joe Biden, talking about Elizabeth Warren. And so he asked the question, who else is there? Michael Bloomberg today said that he will not be running for president, so he's not going to be one to come in to save the party at the last minutes. Last minute. You've got the mayor, San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown. He's out there talking about Hillary being the great hope of the Democrats. And by the way, he was the one that had the romantic relationship with Kamala Harris for all of those years. So he's not supporting her. In fact, he said it's time for Hillary Clinton to come out of retirement, lace up the gloves, get back in the ring with President Trump for what would be the biggest political rematch ever. Call me crazy. But from what I've seen so far, Clinton is the only candidate short of Barack Obama who has the brains, the battle-tested brawn, and the national presence to take out Trump. And Obama can't run. I said it before. I believe that Hillary wants the Democrat Party to come begging her to be their nominee. Now, why am I sharing all of this? Because I think we all ought to be praying. I believe that God has his hand on Trump. I should say President Trump. God doesn't bless all of what what is there in President Trump's background. How President Trump conducts himself is not the Jesus we see in scriptures. I get all of that. But anyone who is a student of Old Testament particularly, you will see that God will carry out his divine purposes. And in fact, let's be honest. Everything God has coordinated and carried out through the people who have walked on the face of this earth, other than his son Jesus, each one has been a sinner. And I'm I'm reminded after Nebuchadnezzar. Because of God's will. And Israel's disobedience carried off all the Israelis except the remnant to Babylon for 70 years. He was fulfilling God's word. And how about the Persian who beat Nebuchadnezzar? What did he do? He ordered that the Jews be allowed to return to their homeland. Neither one of those men were 
any kind of men that if you were keeping tab during that time, you would say, well, that's that godly deacon. That's that, that's that national leader that is like a pastor. So, will Hillary get back in or not? I don't know. But God will listen to the voice of his people. This country and the challenges we're facing today, in some areas, ripping apart. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for peace in America. Pray for one more great revival. Pray to heal this land and ask God for wisdom and pray for who he already knows is going to be the next president of the United States. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The death of ISIS leader al-Baghdadi over the weekend was a welcome victory in the war against terrorists. In announcing his death and the raid by special Delta forces that killed him in northern Syria, President Trump described Baghdadi as a whimpering coward who used three of his children as shields. They were killed along with Baghdadi when he set off a suicide vest. Miraculously, no Americans were killed or wounded. It was a triumph for our intelligence agencies and the cooperation of others, including the Kurds and Russians, who were told our people would be flying over some territory containing their troops and weapons. Most Democrats could not bring themselves to praise the president. These included Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who said congressional leaders should have been briefed in advance. The president said he didn't because Washington leaks. He was right. Baghdadi will likely be replaced by another terrorist leader. The president says he has their names and knows where they are. Perhaps Baghdadi's cowardly behavior will deter other young people from signing up with ISIS and still others to quit. Let's hope so. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious, what is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention the typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. 
Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. In our final segment, I want to leave some uh, some thoughts from uh, the founder of Focus on the Family, James Dobson. Jim has uh, given a statement that uh, CBN News ran today, and uh, it is worthy for me to share it with you. And as I was just suggesting, um, as we pray for our country, we pray for who God already knows is going to be the next leader of the free world come November of next year. But um, it is incumbent for us to pray and to pray values. And I know that we will have disagreement among evangelicals, among those of us who are Christ followers. And uh, I understand that. And I just pray, Father, that uh, though we may have different impressions, pray that we would, even as we get closer, that we would fast and pray to know what your will is. But Dr. James Dobson, who is the president and founder of the James Dobson Family Institute, reacted to the impeachment inquiry insisting that politicians are abusing the process in their quest for more power. He said, and I quote, Over the last several weeks, we have witnessed the dark side of our political process in action. It is abundantly clear that certain politicians are more concerned with using the impeachment inquiry to score political points rather than to honor our constitutional system and seek the good of this nation. Jim Dobson said, I urge Americans to contact their representatives and demand that they start thinking more about their country and less about their thirst for political power. And then pray. Pray for our country. Pray for all of our leaders. And pray for God 
will to be done. CNN News is reporting that House Democrats are considering a timeline that would include public impeachment hearings before Thanksgiving and votes on whether to impeach Trump by Christmas. We'll see how that turns out. Again, are we going to remove a president from office over a phone call? Is that where we have come to? A phone call that I challenge you to listen to the phone call or to read the manuscript. Don't take my word for what it says, and don't take the word of another. Read it. Because there are members in Congress who are banking on the fact that you won't read it. And whatever echo chamber you are a card-carrying member of, either the left or the right, But I challenge you to read it because I think that um, you'll find comfort in going to the source and knowing exactly what was said and, more importantly, what wasn't said. After seeing last night's movie, No Safe Places, It is a wake-up call that is, there is so much going on around us. It is so easy for us that we can be out and about, but yet we are in a bubble. We are in a bubble when we're at church. We're a bubble in a bubble when we're home. We're in a bubble where we work. And the question is, how often do we get outside the bubble to really have an appreciation of what's going on in the culture around us. Many people in this country desperately need to know about Jesus Christ. They desperately need to know about the saving grace. And though, as I was talking with Tom Adama earlier, and we're praying for our friends in the middle of what is a war zone, potential war zone in Lebanon, we must be sober of the fact of what's moving on, what's coming closer, what is, quite frankly, uh, inevitable. Well, coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, part one of a two-part series, Release Your Past. Release Your Past. That's coming up on Living Truth in a moment. And I'm going to try and uh, beat this allergy or whatever's happening, but I look forward to being with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Until then, God bless and good night.